Paul Newman, Tom Cruise, in a Martin Scorsese picture. He's got the eye, he's got the stroke, he's got the flake. Vincent's the best. We got a racehorse here, a thoroughbred. You make him feel good, I teach him how to run. I'm not your daddy, I'm not your boyfriend, so don't be playing games with me. I'm your partner. I love this. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy the sequels and remake? Yeah, I'm out of practice. This is episode 380, I'm Marquis Mike. Happy birthday, America. Yeah. Day late, but not, not a dollar short. Not a uh, Let's see, 76, it's uh, 23. Uh, oh, yeah, like 2, uh, 20 something. They're old. You're old, America. 247. Well, that's good mapping. Yeah. 57? 47. Yeah, we're short of 50. Yeah. Because that'd be 20... Yeah, July just comes roaring in, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, it's July. In like a lion? Out like a lion. Out like that's, a lion. That's July. Next thing you know, it's going to be Christmas. Yeah. Then Did you start your Christmas shopping? You might, you better. We'll start getting Halloween decorations. Get those Prime Day deals coming up. Yeah. Um, and now we set that long slog till Labor Day. Is that the next... Uh, that'd be like holiday the next off? company holiday. Okay. Like work holiday most people get. Government recognized yeah, holiday. Yeah, I think you're right. That's, that's August? End of August, yeah. End of August. Or no. Well, it's always the first... First week in September. Yeah, it's the first month. So I can say technically... First Monday in September. Yeah, so technically it could fall in August. Yeah. I'm not sure. What, but yeah, it's like end of August, first week in September. Something, something around that's that. It's a bit of a... It's a bit of a haul. Yeah. A bit of a wait. you got to stumble through that's why they call these the dog days. That's right. That's Each true. day is like seven days. And then it's Labor Day, and then it's basically Christmas. Yeah, I mean, once Labor Day hits, like, oh, kids are back to school. We got football on the telly. It's getting ready. Get your Thanksgiving plans organized. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. Life moves pretty fast. You got to stop and take a look around every now and then or pass you by. Yep. Ferris Bueller taught us that. Uh, what are you been watching? Oh, long July days. Yeah, I got I got a few watches in here. I, I'm looking at my list. I'm like, oh, I'm going way back. It's because we took a break. We had to push this back. I took a vacation during our break. Yeah. So it seems like even longer. That's true, yeah. So my first movie on my list is pre-vacation. And as Mark knows... I was going to Vegas. Yeah. So how do you warm up for Vegas? You watch The Hangover. So that was, or Vegas Vacation. Those are your two options. Yeah. I day before we went to Vegas, we just threw in the hangover. Uh huh. And it's it's so freaking good. Do you ever I mean you're Yeah, I mean you're a seasoned Vegas traveler now. You go every year? I got six trips under my belt. Six trips. Do you ever feel the urge to throw in hangover three? No. Okay. We've never done the show. Um, and I think we've both said that you and I, we've never seen it. I think I did watch it. Okay. Leading up to my Vegas trip last year. Okay. I'll have to go back to the archives. And there's, I don't think, any reason to put anything on but Hangover 1. Okay. Yeah. You have to think about throwing like a casino? Like a cautionary tale? Yeah, I didn't have time. That's three. I'd love to have done, yeah, uh, a, done that one. Yeah. That's a long one. That's a long one. That's, that's... You can't even get that in on the flight to Vegas. No. You couldn't start Casino and finish it. You'd, ha- you'd have to push, pause, and watch the rest on the way home. Yeah. In the cab ride. <laughs> so I did Hangover. Uh-huh. Been there, done that. It's cash. Watched a real new movie. 2023 release. Netflix. Ooh. Blood and Gold. This oh. is a German movie. Okay. The I think it's the same director who did that other German hit on Netflix called Red Sky. Okay. And watched it, but it was a big hit on Netflix, like a horror movie. Blood and Gold is a very and and their synopsis on Netflix is spot on. It's a Tarantino-ish World War Two movie. Uh huh. There's Nazis getting killed. There's Nazis killing. There's blood. There's gold. It's cash. I think I stumbled across this, and then it sounded very, very similar to another movie that like got a theatrical release. 
called Sisu. Have you heard of Sisu? I have heard of Sisu. And Sisu looked like World War II John Wick to me. Okay. This is definitely more along the lines of... Uh, there's action, but it's not like stylized action. Okay. Um, it's bloody. It's gory. It's... It's... I enjoyed it. I think blood cash. and gold is cash. Yeah. Blood and gold and cash. That's right. And that, I watched... Oh, this, man, I got... I got a, I got some Nef, I got some Netflixes on here. Yeah. Another Netflix movie. 2022. Metal Lords. About two kids starting a metal band. Okay. Written by the guys who are responsible for Game of Thrones HBO show. D.B. Oh. Weiss and David Benioff. Uh-huh. Um... I had fun watching it. I I think it's a trash movie. I had fun watching it. There's some. It's got really cool m- music. Um, it's pretty formulaic. You know, kids trying to form a band. Mm. Blah blah blah. It's skippable, but, but fun. If you're if you want just a quick movie, I think it's. I think it only ran like an hour twenty five or something. If you want a quick movie, uh, definitely. Uh, suffers from bad child acting ah. kind of thing. Rears um, its ugly head. Yeah. So not not great, watchable, but but yeah. I'd say I'd say it's still in the trash. Did they category. fumble the ending like did Game of Thrones? <sighs> Kyle Sean feels about the end of Game of Thrones. I know it's yeah, a thing though. You like, know, I, it, it, it kind of had a weird ending. Yeah. It was all it was pitch black. <laughs> you couldn't see it. Kind of had a weird ending. Uh, then I got out of the theater, uh, saw Indiana Jones and Dallas Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. I think it's a perfectly good Indiana Jones movie. I think it's right on the, in line with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Okay. Um, I know I promised a masterpiece. You did. On you, show, you. And it's not that. When it came up two episodes ago, I guess we we discussed it in preparation for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. You were like, high hopes. It, it's. I promised a masterpiece. It's not that. It is a a perfectly good and enjoyable Indiana Jones movie, though. Okay. And um, Phoebe Bridgewaller is fantastic. Yeah, I'm a fan. I like her. She Uh, is great. Would you say top five? Jones? Yeah, definitely top five Jones. Yeah, definitely top five Jones. Um, Let's see. Oh, 2006 movie. Uh, Jonah Hill, Justin Long. Movie called Accepted, uh-huh. complete and utter trash. Uh, I'm not even gonna give a synopsis of it. Okay. It sucks. Don't I don't think I it. ever saw Accepted. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah, absolutely terrible. And you can't, then, you can't make up a college. No, <laughs> I, I I'm actually surprised you know the the premise. Yeah, it. I remember the commercials. Like they they, I remember the commercial. And I think like it ends with this was like big joke like Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill at his like very overweight heaviest yeah, very and it yeah. ends with him like in like a a mascot suit of some sort and he's like ask me about my wiener and I was like I'm not gonna see that it looks trash yeah there's a lot of really stupid things in it Blake Lively yes. she's a girl yeah. okay yeah. and Louis Black yeah that's all I got yep that's all you need <laughs> um then I, I followed up a trash movie with a masterpiece. 2005, rewatch for me, The Squid and the Whale. Okay. Absolutely fantastic movie. Only like an hour and 15 minutes. Too. Pretty short. And yeah. still just, what a movie. Are you going through old Bombac to get ready for Barbie? Uh, nope. Just uh, saw it and watched it. Yeah. Well, not uh, I'm not prepping. not prepping for anything. Yeah. I mean... But it's good to get that under your belt, you know. I didn't realize Noah Baumbach is directing he, the Barbie movie. He's got a uh, writing credit. I have no interest in seeing that whatsoever. Yeah, I figured. That's so. I, fi- I figured. I mean, Mike didn't come back. This Mike's matured over the last few years. Where I'd be like, oh yeah, you hear this movie? He's like, oh, I looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck that movie. To anybody who's ever involved in it. Now it's just like I don't want to see it. It's like, yeah, it doesn't look like your type of movie. Uh, I'm intrigued. Greg Gerwig directing, but then uh, ba- uh, Noah Baumbach gets a writing credit. I do like Greg Gerwig films. Yeah. And then I, I went back in time. I went back to 1989. And I think this is a cult classic. Yeah. 1989, Patrick Swayze, Sam Elliott. Okay. Roadhouse. 
You know, I don't know enough of the financials of the movie, but I would say cult classic. I think it's a cult classic. I mean, at one point, Patrick Swayze rips a man's throat out. Yeah. When you have a throat rip scenario, it's almost always automatic cult classic, I think. Yeah. A lot of great lines in that movie. It, it's a fun movie. It's just a fun movie. Yeah. Uh, it's when you're when your villain employs a monster truck at one point to to do to do his 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 bad deed. I mean, you know you're in a romp. You're just in a romp of a movie. It's uh you know uh, I don't buy the uh, the plot of accepted. I say that's stupid. That would never happen. You tell me that a club in Missouri needs to hire the best uh, cooler in the game in the game to to you know. Fight off the what, the town lowlifes. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. it makes sense. Yeah, of course you'd have to go get the best the best cooler in the game. Yeah, so that's that's cash. Yeah, that's cash. I've been in house in a while, but that's my that's my little list, and um, I'll I'll toss in um, watching the bear. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Always sunny in Philadelphia's got a new season. Um, the Tour de France is in full swing. Uh, I'm watching stuff. What about you? Uh, I had to look this up just to see where they are in it. We are. Looks like we're getting the Roadhouse remake this year. A remake? Now, I don't know. We do a show about remakes, early, so you figure we'd kind of be on board a little bit. But if that isn't what you're whistled, let me tell you the star of Roadhouse. Now, this looks like an Amazon Studios movie, so this might come directly to Prime. Uh, you want to take a guess? Hemsworth. This guy, he's a favorite of the podcast. Jake? It's Jake. No way! Jill Hall plays... Now, I don't know this is a straight... Real, you just saw the movie. He's going to play Elwood Dalton. Was that... Swayze's... I know Swayze was Dalton. It was Dalton. Was he Elwood? I don't know if it was... They don't ever say his first uh, name. Could this be Son? Son of Roadhouse? James Dalton. Okay, well, he's going to play Elwood Dalton. And uh, it looks like that's that's coming. No official date, but it's expected to be the second half of 2023. I'm in. Yeah. I'm full in. Uh... Sequel, remake, whatever, I'm in. Yeah. Uh, Conor McGregor's in it, and I oh, I hope that he is going to be just like how Terry Funk was in the uh, the first one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I didn't get as much in, uh, although I got a few things. Speaking of going back in time, I went back in time to the year 65 million B.C. Oh. I saw 2023's 65. <laughs> uh... What did I even say about this movie? It's I'm gonna say it's trash. I, I I put this right at like a two and a half star. I was like, there was some like all right stuff. Um, There's a twist in it that I was like, that's that's a fun little twist. That's a fun little twist for uh, for people. But uh, you know, Adam Driver's cool. It's I'm not, spo- I'm not spoiling anything. Like he, he's fighting dinosaurs. That, that's that's the in the preview. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you get a lot of that. Um, but it just wasn't enough in it to really take it from from track. Like not even like it wasn't. There wasn't enough to even to either make it a good movie or like a, a fun bad movie. It kind of just ended up being like a meh movie. No. Um, there were parts I did did enjoy, and I think it only has like an hour and a half runtime as well. So, uh, yes, but I'm gonna put that in trash. 1995. I, I needed like a feel good movie. I just wanted like like. It was kind of one of the movies I was like staying up late. I just needed something fun. I put on 1995's Tommy Boy. That's a cash movie. That uh, Chris Farley, great physical actor. I was surprised watching the movie. Like, man, this movie is just ingrained in my brain. Like, I know every line of this movie. Uh, it, was, it was a fun rewatch. Tommy Boy. I really like David Spade. Those guys are great together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that was a great combo. I might even check out Black Sheep to see him do it again. <laughs> uh, okay, and then just one other movie that we, we didn't do for the show. Uh, last night, America's Birthday. Fireworks were going off, so I, I had to fire it up. Little John Williams, drown out the booms. I put on 1975's Jaws. Oh, man. 
It was cash before. Cash again. It kind of... It's one of those movies that... It kind of gets more cash. Honestly, I was watching it. I've seen this movie. I've seen this movie so many times, and I'm watching it, and I'm just kind of into it. There's so much more. I, I'm like seeing that, like, just makes everybody in the town like more human, more relatable. When their first, like, when the first shark attack happens, and the uh, secretary comes in, and it's just like telling him, like, people called about the karate. Uh, uh, place again. The boys are karate chopping the picket fences. <laughs> I was like, man, in another world, I'd like to see Sheriff Brody. No shark attack. That that's what's on his plate for Fourth of July is that he's got to figure out who are these karate boys karate chopping the picket fences. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's great. It's great. 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 Everybody. Everybody's so good in this. Are you on? Are Are you? Ready for Meg 2? The Meg 2? Uh, I started Meg 1 like four weeks ago. And I got like three minutes into it. And I was like, nah, not tonight. So I need to I need to get ready. I don't feel like I'm fully ready. Yeah. I watched the trailer and I said, something that looks fun. I mean, I think we both saw the Meg in theaters. When it yeah, came out, right? I think so. I think we did, yeah. Perfectly good big screen like romp monster movie doesn't take itself seriously yeah. yeah like there was some fun in it big monster so, so because of because of that I'm thinking yeah I'm in for Meg 2 why not yeah I'll, oh I'll definitely see Meg 2 I'm just I haven't prepared for Meg 2 I gotta I see Meg 1 um, that's do you pretty, really that's need to rewatch do you really think you need to rewatch Meg 1 I'm gonna be so lost what, what states in his name even <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's important. What, what, what was he getting over in the first one that had turned him to booze? <laughs> I, need, I need his backstory. Uh, what's that, like, end of July? Mid-J- I mean, it's coming up. I think I think it's August. Okay. But yeah, summer. I got some summer time. rip. I got some time. Summer rip, yeah. Uh, and that's it. We uh, I watched those three movies, and then we watched two other movies in preparation for the conclusion of... Movies where the sequel took longer than Avatar to come out. 13 years. Mike picked one that was 25 years. In the making, we watched 1986, The Color of Money, a sequel to 1961's The Hustler. Uh, the Hustler, 1961, directed by Robert Rawson, starring Paul Newman, Jackie Gleason, Piper Laurie, George C. Scott. Fast Eddie Felsen is a small-time pool hustler with a lot of talent, but a self-destructive a- attitude. His bravado causes him to challenge the legendary Minnesota Fats to a high-stakes match. The Hustler, they call him Fast Eddie. He was a winner. He was a loser. He was a Hustler. Was his first time seeing The Hustler? No. Uh, I've probably seen it ten times. Okay. What would you think of The Hustler? Love The Hustler. One of my favorites. I this was This was the first time seeing The Hustler for me, and I enjoyed The Hustler. It's damn. It's a damn fine <laughs> film. Just leave it at that. Damn yeah. fine film. Um, yeah. Um, it, okay. It's listed here as a sports drama romance. Is this a sports movie? For me to call it a sports movie is a stretch because right. I don't think billiards is a sport. Right. I also don't think golf is a sport. So take that as you will. Tin Cup, not a sports movie. No, not at all. It. Follows the beats of a sports movie, though, right? We've got to see the 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 the, the, the fall. It has to climb. Very much falls like a like a boxing movie. Yeah, it kind of feels that. Um, I was actually surprised by how into pool and how they film pool. How it made it very. Fast. I could have watched. Gosh, okay. So he goes. He challenges, or well, he hustles. They they have their first hustle. Him and his guy, Charlie, right? Yeah. Pretty quickly, he's challenging Minnesota Fats in the game. That must go on for 20 minutes, 15 minutes. I probably could have watched an entire movie that was just uh, Fast Eddie and Minnesota Fats playing pool for 25 hours. Yeah. Like, I was just into it. It was was just, it pulled you into, like, a game that, like, I don't care that much about. I've never really found that interesting. Yeah. But they made it very interesting. Um, it's called The Hustler. They didn't 
I don't feel like I got a lot of like the hustles. Yeah, the, we'll get with the, the you're right. There's not a lot of hustling. Was Fast Eddie a hustler? We kind of see in the beginning him and Charlie have their hustle, but then it's just he faced Minnesota Fats, and he feels like a loser, and then he just kind of has to like build himself back up. Yeah, I, I think he was only a hustler for the the first act. Yeah, and it was a short first act. After that, he was a pool player, right? Because he wasn't hustling Minnesota Fats. If anything, he was he was on to Minnesota Fats is going to try to hustle him, but he's better. Yeah, and that that's a weird thing about the movie. Yeah, he he hustles, but like you can't you can't hustle you can't hustle a hustler, right? You can't I mean, hustle Minnesota Fats. We've heard it time and time again. Like, well, and then we get to the ending where they just get they play straight up. Yeah, and that last, I mean. Like, I could use more of that. It was like two minutes. But I guess like he did some hustling when he went out on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed this. Uh, Paul, New- Paul Newman, great. I don't, know, I don't know a lot about Paul Newman, but watching these two movies, I was like, I need to know more about Paul Newman because the, guy, the guy's was an incredible, like just these two movies, great actor. Uh, I know about salad dressing. I know <laughs> about his car racing. I was like, "What a life! What a life this guy yeah, had." He's got, he's got some. In- he's got an interesting filmography too. Yeah. Uh, he's got some real hit pictures, and, and he, he, like, got, he got the Butch Cassidy, and then you got Butch, and then like the Ultimate Newman is probably like Cool Hand Luke, cool Hand Luke. And, and but then he was in that hockey movie, uh, Slapshot. Slapshot. Yeah. Like it's just like weird. It's a weird like role. Yeah. After watching The Hustler, did you feel that the Fast Eddie Felson story was complete? Did you like, this is dying for a sequel? I would not have thought they they were making a sequel to Eddie Felson whatsoever. They really put a nice bow on it. It's yeah. a good... It, it, so watching the movie in, in the beginning, I'm like, am I supposed to be ruined for Fast Eddie? Because the guy's a jerk. If anything, this Minnesota Fats is a gentleman. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, you look at his fat baby and his fat hands playing fat pool. It's like, yo, man, like, well, yeah, his name's Minnesota Fats. Like, can't help it. It's very good trash talk. Uh, <laughs> You're just pointing out his. <laughs> what are you like, oh, look at this guy from Minnesota. <laughs> uh, I bet he's from St. Paul. Uh, but, like, it was just a nice. It's like. I, what I get is you're not supposed to like him. This is a redemption story. Like, yeah. This guy's a loser. He's a drunk. He's self-destructive. And then by the end, like, just a nice movie. I love a good movie speech at the end of it. And it's just like, don't ever show your face and pull again. The end. The hustler. That's all I needed. Yeah. And yet, here we are, 25 years later. We get a sequel. Paul Newman returns. Um, this time directed by, I did not know, Martin Scorsese. Uh, also joining Paul Newman, Tom Cruise, Mary Elizabeth, Master Antonio, and Helen Shaver. Uh, former pool hustler Fast Eddie Felson decides he wants to return to the game by taking a pupil. He meets talented but green Vincent Loria and proposes a partnership. As they tour pool halls, Eddie teaches Vincent the tricks of scamming, but he eventually grows frustrated with Vincent's showboat antics, leading to an argument and a falling out. Eddie takes up playing again and soon crosses paths with Vincent as an opponent. The color money, the hustler isn't what he used to be, but he has the next best thing, a kid who is. Was this your first time seeing the color of money? I will say, I'm going to say yes. First real watch of this movie. We talked about this. I feel like this was like a TNT movie that would just be on, but I never really like sat down and like, I couldn't tell you what if you were like what's the color of money? I was like, that's ah, Tom Cruise, he's like a like he's a pool hustler. That's it. That's all I knew yeah. about it. I didn't know there was this tournament. I certainly didn't know who Fast Eddie Felson was in uh in all this. Uh we'll just and oh. I, I also like until I fired it up to watch it the other day, I had I had, was not aware that this was a Martin Scorsese film. Did not yeah. Until the credits rolled and I was like, Oh, I'll be damned. That's Marty in the beginning. <laughs> if, if uh, a little voiceover. Yeah. Uh, 
before we go on, I forgot to mention the uh, the Hustler twenty two point one billion dollar billion two point one million dollar budget uh, gross seven point six in the box office ninety four percent on Rotten Tomato based on forty nine reviews. Critical consensus reads: Paul Newman and Jackie Gleason give iconic performance in this dark, morally complex tale of redemption. Uh, Color Money, $14.5 million budget, $52 million in the box office, 88% on Rotten Tomatoes based on 48 reviews. Consensus reads, it's inferior to the original, goes without saying, but Paul Newman and Tom Cruise are a joy to watch, and Martin Scorsese's direction is typically superb. Uh, let's start with the good. What would you like about The Color of Money? Uh, I did see the Scorsese fingerprints all over this movie, yeah. and, I, and I, I like that. A lot. It's much like The Hustler and how, like, I mean, so The Hustler in 1961, it's a black and white film. It does kind of, you know, it kind of has, like, a little slower, it's a 250-minute movie. It has, like, a slower pace. It has, like, a slower middle. But, as I mentioned, like, they pulled me into the pool thing, and then you get, like, Scorsese on it, and it's just, like, his, like, fast pace. I mean, the way he shoots everything is just, you know, I mean, he's the best. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, like, and then now I'm watching his pool games, I'm like... Man, pool's cool. It is cool. Uh, I did read it. Af- both, af- after each movie, there was like a pool boom in the United States. Oh, really? Like pool tables being sold, both in 1961 and then again in 1986. Oh, damn. Now, can we go back to the first one? Yeah. Real quick? Like, so, they were doing the hustle on the guy at the Kentucky Derby? Yes. And he played billiards, billiards, not pool. Right. Do you know the rules to billiards? Uh, no. I think I. Look, no, I didn't look it up. I looked up nine ball. That was the okay. one I was like, okay, what's the difference? I, I did do the research on nine ball. Did not look up the difference on. Uh, on I know it's pocketless. Yeah, I was like, what the hell's going on in here? And I, I thought about looking up how to play it, but he didn't get that far. Didn't get that far. Yeah, we just learned he was bad at it. But he, he couldn't give up, and then he won. Figure it out. Figure yeah, it out. Figure it out. Yep. Uh, it's just balls and sticks and bumpers. Yeah, balls and sticks. That's all. <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah, I didn't learn that. But then, as they were, as you know, Tom Cruise and uh, Eddie were talking about uh, the generation uh, now and the nine balls. Like, okay, what's that? what's the difference between nine ball? It's a faster game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Scorsese's direction all over it. Paul Newman once again just. He's just cool. Like he's a cool guy. Uh, I almost went and got some of that Caesar dressing. I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta get some new ones on. Tom Cruise, really good in this. This is like a great Tom Cruise performance. Really good. Still seemed a little green, but maybe he just acted the part so well as a kind of a somewhat of a naive. Just playing pool kind of guy. Yeah, he had. I'll say. I mean, I mean uh, you know, the word Eddie uses is he's a flake, and he kind of just has this like naive, very innocent look at. He just wanted to play. Like, yeah, he no. Wants to, he wants to be the best, but he also just wants to play. I mean, in that beginning against John Turturro, it's like, hey, like we don't even play for money, or uh, if you win, you get money, but I don't get any more money. I just want to play. I just want to play pool. Yeah, it's just like he he wants to be the best yet. Aspires it for nothing, right? Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it was interesting. Interesting character. Yeah, I, I really liked it. I liked the turn at the end. I, I think it really when he shows up in the green room at the end. Like, I just, I, I, I was amazed by how good. And so this is post risky business. Tom Cruise, eighty six. We're not at Top Gun yet, are we? Top Gun's eighty five. So this would be post Top Gun. So I mean, this is Tom Cruise, the movie star, right? Oh yeah! At this point, eighty six, like, um, yeah, I, I was just like, man, he's he's so good at playing this kind of like dummy, and then by the end, like, like yeah, he's he's the and then for him, it's, it's not about being the best anymore. It's like the hustle, and so like it really just when he shows up with that hair, with, with like his dumb hair, and he's just like, hey, you used me, and like look at what I am now. Like I'm like like I threw a game in the tournament, so I'm not, I, so I can't call myself the best, but I won sixteen grand. Right. Yeah, and then, you know, that... Also, just kind of a great... Like, I liked... I felt like there was more hustling in this. 
Definitely more. Uh, Top Gun was '86 as well. Okay, I mean, what yeah. a year! What a year for Tom Cruise. There was that was a positive. Definitely more hustling. We got to see like them work some people, yeah. and, and and Newman's like he he's kind of taking over the role of the Jersey Scott character in right. a way with his his pupil, yet subtly just exploiting him. Yeah. But then also finding his love of pool again? Yeah, yeah, I mean, finding the game again. That's kind of what I take from... I, I had to go, I'm like, okay, what's the ending? That's why I took it. was like, yeah, he... They switch roles, right? Like, he... Tom Cruise is like, I just want to play pool. I want to be the best at pool. And Fast Eddie is like, no, it's going to be made. You can hustle this. And then by the end, Tom Cruise is the hustler, and Fast Eddie is just like... I'm, I'm the, I want to be the best. Yeah. I want to be the guy who challenged Minnesota Fats. Love of the game. Yeah. And, th- and that's his, I'm back. Yeah. Great freeze frame. Great needle drops. I love the music. I've seen that Werewolf of London parodied in so many things. And like, to actually see it, I'm like, man, what a, what a cool scene. Yeah, that was, was good. Tom Cruise. There's not enough mimicking samurai sword moves in pool, I don't think. It's such, like... The perfect opportunity to do ninja moves and yeah. stuff. You got, or even just be a ninja turtle like Donatello. Like it's the perfect. You got this stick and you're like walking around the table. Yeah, flip it around. Do some stabby stabs or you know him wiping the the blood against Joe Totoro when he when he stabs <laughs> it, pulls it out, wipes it on the table. Like man, this this guy's he's on. He's on it. I would like to have seen more like air guitar. Mm-hmm. On the pool cue. Um, yeah. He, he really seemed to do the samurai stuff. Yeah. He definitely was the ninja thing. Yeah. And maybe that had something to do with that video game he was into. Was yeah. That a, I don't know if that was a ninja video game or... That I thought it was like a spaceship thing. Or something about tanks and battle. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know. That's, you know what? He called it, too. That is the future. If you're good at video games, you know, that's how they're going to be fighting war. <laughs> uh, he, he knew drones were coming. Yep. I'm getting to West Point after after playing this game. Yeah. Um, anything else stand out as as a positive? I mean, we talked the music, the directing. I mean, the great, actors. more and great um, pull pull scenes. Some real cool camera shots. Pull balls hitting the camera. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, real cool cinematography on the billiards table. The the showdown in the tournament between Fast Eddie and Vincent and I, I mean it's like the sped up but it just is that overhead shot of them like breaking and then like the two guys moving between the like it's just it's just a cool shot. Like yeah. there's a lot of cool pool stuff in this. Um you know, we don't talk a lot about fashion on this show. Those Newman glasses? Uh, what he has to see and he gets just those cool like bronze glasses that's cool so cool that's like if I if I had to wear glasses I'd wear those all the time just it's like glasses for the guy that doesn't want anyone to know he wears glasses right yeah because they're like sunglasses yeah but they, they were corrective lenses you know that was a, so this was a tale of aging yeah know? yeah um yeah man uh some good comedy too. Like you know, we get oh, we're going into this our first hustle. We're going up the stairs and like, and then you go and it's just turned into a furniture warehouse or yeah. something. And so that was funny. I, I laughed out loud. On that. Yeah, I I think one of the underrated things about Martin Scorsese is that he's his movies always like can be about very serious things, but I think he's very good at putting in humor uh, and having like humorous things happen to you know. These characters, yeah, um, yeah. One of my favorite scenes in the movie is like I felt it just I felt sad watching it was the Force Whitaker coming in as as Amos and hustling Paul Newman. Um, this is a great scene. For Force Whitaker's, I mean, one scene he's great. In yeah, that, as this kind of like. He's coming in talking about being like uh, committed, you know, and like having tests run on him, and then just like man, when Paul knew was just like, "Are you a hustler?" And his, the way he just looks at him, I'm like, "Walk, walk away, walk away!" And he like, yeah. "You're being hustled," and uh, it's great because then you know, then we get the we get we get the turn and kind of kind of this all very B 
beats of like a sports movie. <laughs> we get and, a montage. And that scene in in particular is like an allusion to like that was his big downfall in the hustler was he didn't know when to quit. Yeah. And so he knew he was being hustled. Mm-hmm. But he he just kept going. Am I reading too much into like the line, uh like be honest with me? Do I need to lose weight? Is that kind of like a like a Minnesota Fats maybe reference? Maybe. Just like, yeah, man, Minnesota Fats yeah. did this to you. Hey, man, do I need to lose weight? Like, Yeah, maybe, may, you know? Yeah. That's I, actually I, pretty, that, that's a good, uh, yeah, observation. I, I read that Paul Newman wanted Jackie Gleason to be in this movie, and then they just really didn't have like a role for him. To where his character would fit mm. into this. So I wonder if you yeah, have just like throwing that line in there. It's like, yeah, yeah, Minnesota Fats. Fat guys playing pool. They're good at it. He could have just been like a celebrity guy signing. He could signing. have been at the Atlantic City. Yeah, at, yeah. at the tournament or something. Yeah. Like, Minnesota Fats presents the Atlantic Classic or yeah. whatever. Jack Lee's not getting out of bed for that. <laughs> um, what didn't work for you with The Hustler? Um, the, the, the biggest thing that I didn't like was the, um, old now, let's fix it montage. I did not need to see Eddie in the eye doctor. And I sure as hell didn't need to see the eye doctor flip two or three lenses and like, worse, better, worse, better. It's relatable. He he kind of just showed a, a flash of him at an eye doctor in the thing. I, it was wild. Relatable, yeah. Everyone's going the, has done that, but yeah. And then swimming laps. Yeah, swimming laps. Like, what the hell does that have to do? It was so brief, and it was at such the end of the like. I kind of, if they were gonna do it, do it in the like, the second half should have been like, but it wasn't. It was like the last third of the movie, and so I'm like, oh, this this just feels rushed, and like we don't need to like. I think just him going to Bill Cobbs and playing against was it Mosley? Is that uh, the like the best pool player at that one? Uh, to like, oh yeah, uh, practice and like, you know, Moselle or Moselle, yeah, to like find himself again. Like, I think you could have just done that, like, yeah. or like, you know, he has like his come to Jesus moment. He doesn't need to go to the eye doctor or swim laps to get back in shape. Yeah, it was a weird, a weird. Uh... Yeah, that's a weird thing. Yeah, you don't need to swim last because if we learn anything from these two movies, fat guys can play pool. Or even, you know, there was some brief shots of him like doing, looking like maybe he's doing some practice drills on, uh-huh. the, on the pool table. Yeah. I sure as hell wanted to watch more of that. Right. And then they just kind of like, he's got all these lined up. Well, so what's he do with them when they're all lined up? Just like, oh, and I was like, oh, I want to see how a pool player practices. Because yeah. we've never seen, we didn't see it in a hustle, we didn't see it in any of this. And then I'm like, they just cut away from it. He's at the eye doctor. We cut back to you for five seconds, and then we're at uh, Atlanta City playing for a tournament. We, uh, it's, you know, so we were both surprised this is a Martin Scorsese film. It comes in under two hours. I mean, this is like Marty, 215. Come on, man. This is, that's your bread and butter. Let's, <laughs> let's stress this out. Like, we need a little, yeah, because I, I, I do just, his getting back into pool was just, it felt short. Yeah. Like, I, I love the fall, the the loss to to Amos, and then you know him leaving Tom Cruise and, and uh, um, uh, I forget her character's name. G- uh, no, Carmen. G- Car- Carmen. Carmen. Uh, leaving Carmen, um, and then just felt like very rushed with like a weird montage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could use more. Just like yeah, him him back going back to basics, going to going to Bill Bill Cobb's like pool hall. Lining up the trick shots, you know, they show he, you know, he misses the first couple, and it's like, oh, we got work to do, and then just him working on pool, and then also like and then show up cool glasses. The tournament, like to me, would have been more. Can you just show up and play? I guess more than they're more than happy to take your entry fee, entry fee. I suppose I that's just, like you think there'd be qualifiers or right. something. Maybe they they could show like him going through a little qualifying circuit or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I got. It was like, oh, okay, you can just pay to enter. But maybe he was still banking off reputation because it did seem like people knew who he was, yeah. right? Like yeah. that he was fast Eddie Felson. Pe- people were aware, even though it seemed like based on this, he hadn't played in twenty five years, and uh, really before those twenty five years, he wasn't well known. <laughs> but 
But maybe him just beating Minnesota fast that one time. Legendary. Yeah. Legendary. He just, just followed him around. <laughs> Um, I kept waiting for George C. Scott's character, uh, or you know, someone related to be like, "Hey, man, we told you never show your face again." Yeah, when I was waiting for him to get get beat up, yeah, or someone break the break the Baba Ganoush or whatever that pull cue was, like, right? <laughs> I thought for sure something was going to happen. I thought we were going to go full sports, go nat, go the natural, and like someone was going to like step on the Baba Ganoush. And, and so he had to play and win the tournament with, like, a house cue. Right. That's what I thought was going to happen. It didn't happen at all. No. Um, or the the Bobby the Bobby Yaga or whatever that thing was, like, just lived. Yeah. Um, for, yeah, for a Marty movie. Not a lot of violence. No, not much. I kept waiting for it. Not much. And even the little beat-up scene uh, where Vince gets beat up is, is almost kind of a comical funny. scene. Funny, yeah. yeah. I think it's more funny than, yeah. like... Yeah, like, oh, this guy's in peril. Like, it's actually funny. And then, like, Paul Newman's rescue of him is also funny. Yeah. The guy sucker-punching him uh, was, just, like, a very, not shocked. Like, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I just punched in the face. And then Paul Newman, you know, give it a little elbow to the gut. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was really my one. It's just, it's just, it, the ending felt a little rushed. Even though, like, I really liked, I liked the ending. I liked the ending. I liked from where... Where he loses to Forrest Whitaker, to where he faces Vincent. After so that that part in between, that's probably my least favorite part of that section. But once he faces Vincent to the end, I'm in again. Uh, anything else didn't work in the color of money. Um, I I kind of wish the these other known pool players had a little more swag, like like. The guy with the cowboy hat, you know, he was the hot, he was big stick there, but like he, he just didn't have a ton of character. Yeah. Um, John Turturro, briefly, but could is uh, could have had so much more character. That Fields guy, um, he's doing is like, oh, this feel like a nightmare, and I, there's like a little more swagger, a little more flash from those guys I would have liked. I don't know, they just seem so like, not super villains. Right. If anything, outside of like Tom Cruise and Paul Newman, I'm like, man, dorks play pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't have like you know a Minnesota fast where it's like, oh man, that, that kind of looks like you know it's intimidating. Yeah, he looms large, and uh, yeah, you, you you didn't quite have 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 that. Um, let's see. Would you like to see a sequel to The Color of Money? Man, do I want? I, yeah, I kind of do. With a Vincent, a Vincent. I want to see Vince. Yeah, yeah. I want to see. I want to see. I love. You know, I love Tom Cruise. I'd like to see Vince do. I like to see a Vince movie. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you could almost kind of do the same story, right? Like at the where we last left him, he was he's the hustler now, and now you go thirty five years later, he finds another pupil and it's like oh well he has to refine his love of the game of being like the guy who just wanted to play pool yeah yeah uh you think it's time for another pool movie i can't think of the last one what other billiards movies are there yeah i definitely think there's been more poker movies definitely pool, pool movies. definitely poker gambling movies yeah yeah i don't i can't think of any other playing movies yeah at all that that's it's you know centric on the story are pool halls still a thing um yes okay not no I I'm sure there are some big ones yeah we have in our city we have a couple we have one big one and then I know of a couple other places that Billiards people go to play uh-huh. because they have qualifiers and stuff for like the Vegas tournaments and things. Oh. We have a big pool hall out in the Valley, and it's big as in I think eight to twelve tables. Yeah. So they do exist, but I I don't think not like they did back in the back in the sixties, man. Do you think that type of money is changing hands? No. Still, like. No. 
Not at all. Can people still be hustled? Because I think, I don't think you can be hustled anymore like that. Hustlers are now hackers, right? I don't think hustling exists like that anymore. You know, you can't go, you can't do a white man can't jump down, like, playing basketball, that kind of thing. That's a shame because you know hustling used to have you have to have a skill. Yeah. But now yeah, you have I don't think you. I don't think it exists anymore, mm-hmm. and because I don't think people gamble like that anymore, yeah. especially with the like people with gambling. You know, I won't say problems, but people that like to gamble, they can do it so easily from their couch now. Right. That they don't have to go down to a place and bet on some guy playing pool. That was one of the like. With their do with the, with the two brothers hustled for the first time, and Eddie is just like I bet five hundred. Like they're playing fifty bucks, fifty bucks a game, right? And that's high stakes. That's a high stakes game for those the locals. Where are they? They're in. Uh, I guess they're, they're on their way to Atlantic City, um, but they weren't. They weren't in Atlantic City. So I don't know. I assume like a small a small town, and they're playing fifty bucks. And then he's just like, $500, and this guy's going to choke. I'm like, who takes that bet? And then the guy's like, $1,000. Yeah. Like, you have a problem. Not very believable to me. Yeah. And you're going to bet $1,000 that this, yeah. that these two guys you've never seen before aren't in some in cahoots? Not very believable to me. But, and I'm, I'm just, acting. I don't frequent the establishments with billiards tables uh-huh. that much, and so... I mean, I guess if you had a few drinks, you'd... But it'd be like... I think the most at a place like that would be like... Me and you just down there having a beer. Is, hey, let's play for a dollar. Yeah. For yeah, Or play for a beer. <laughs> they... Right? Like, next, loser buys the next round. Oh, the minute somebody's just like, you want to play pool? Yeah, let's do a dollar a thing. And, he lets me, and I win? And he's like... that You know, and that's why they call him Fast Eddie. Vincent didn't say anything. He's like, man, you guys escalate this quickly yeah (laughs) all right 100 bucks a game 500 dollars a game like what we were at a dollar we were at 20 dollars i just find it i don't find it believable but that there are people still out there in a billiards hall that that's they're living yeah i don't think it's real right but in 1961 it very in that way, and then yeah. again, and but in '86, you know, you mentioned white man can't jump, but I do feel like there was a lot more like gambling, hustling, you know, those type of movies. Like we're kind of romanticizing, like oh, because it's it's a great film, you know, trope of just like oh, I get it. This guy just lost everything in one in thirty seconds of film. Like I understand. Okay, he lost everything, yeah. or he could be, you know, you kind of get that high and low. Of all. So, like, they make for good movies. I think there should be more. They do. Another pool movie. Let's yeah. do it. And, hey, Tom Cruise looks great. You could set it in 1998. It could be 12 years later, and Vincent still, like, he's, he's been playing for 12 years. Uh, but it's 30-some years later. Yeah. Yeah. And for unexplained, he jumps out of a plane. That's the that's the last hustle. It's like you gotta you gotta uh, zero gravity free fall. <laughs> Tom Cruise he can't make a normal movie. Anymore. No, no. Uh, piece of trivia: I found uh, Tom Cruise did perform all his own shots except for the final one where he had to jump the two balls. Mm. Everything else so that was Tom Cruise, and it makes sense now that we know who Tom Cruise is. It's like yeah, he seems like a guy who would just learn to play pool. Yeah, I, I, he seems like a hard-working kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would think he probably hired a coach and yeah. or had a coach hired for him and played pool for five hours a day. Yeah. The only reason they they brought in a professional to make the shot where he jumped over two balls is they just didn't want to slow down production for him to learn the shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about a remake of The Hustler or The Color of Money? I mean, obviously, we've lost Paul, Paul Newman, so now... Is it right for a remake? I like, you know, I think a, a modernized Hustler would be okay. Yeah. Um, as far as Color of Money remake, I think that's more at, more ready for a sequel than a than a remake. Yeah, I think if if you did a remake, you'd want to go back to the original because I mean that's just I mean it's, it's it's a it's a story we've seen a lot, but it's still just a very good story. Yeah, of, and, of, and 
I love it, but I understand like my tolerance for the older style of movie is higher than like the current like so you know you know society. Like uh-huh. I think like to bring a cool story and some birds modernize it, make it a little easier to watch for the younger generation, I think would be totally awesome. Do you have someone in mind to play Fast Eddie? No, but I got someone from Minnesota Fats. Oh. Zach Galifianakis. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a little short. A little short. A little, a little short. short. He's not as uh, as looming as, as a Jackie Gleason. I, I don't have anyone in, in mind. Um... The guy who popped in my head of just Regina, like Regina King. <laughs> Regina King is great. I think she could. I think she could do a fast. She could do, she could do any, any role. Yeah. Because um, rewatching and like appreciating Paul Newman was just like okay, the guy's he's very cool. He's very charming, right? Like that's part of the hustle. He's a, he's this drunk. He's he's also a very dark character, but he kind of has this like like aw shucks quality like in the beginning of the movie. Uh, and I was like, man, like. I don't think Bradley Cooper could do, like, the beginning of that movie. Uh, so I was trying to, like, think of, like, you know, who are the big movie stars. The one I always come back to, just because I think he's maybe Hall. Jalen Hall kind of has that. Like. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he, he's he kind of has that. He, he has, I mean, he has that dark. You know, he, he can go dark. and But he also kind of has this, like, aw shucks kind of. Yeah. You know, I'm just. And then the other guy was, like, Gosling. Like, Gosling just has that face where you just believe he's just kind of, like, a. You know, you know, kind of face, but then he could also go very dark. Yeah. Um, and then Regina King, because yeah, let's, she could do it. <laughs> Put her in more stuff. Yeah, I, I know she could do it. Um, what character is most deserving, or, or would you like to see a spinoff of? Most like to see a spinoff. Yeah, I mean, maybe the maybe the spinoff is the sequel, and it's Force Whitaker's character. He, he that was my pick. I just I thought he I thought he killed it in four minutes. He's just a he's a scene stealer. I want to know that guy's hustle of just like I mean his change from like the way he starts that game to almost feeling like bad for Fast Eddie, but still being like, but I gotta kill you. Like I got I gotta finish you. Yeah. And like I mean, it was just it. It was such a cool scene. It was very hard. I, I just want to see more of that guy. And, like, what's your deal? Because like, someone called him. You know, that was the thing, right? He, Paul Lee was in there. He's getting drunk. He's hustling. I almost bought us uh, TJS Brown. Um, it's like a 13 bottle of bourbon. Yeah, I looked it up when I was, when I was watching out. The Hustler again. I looked it up. and like, is this high? high? I'm like, oh, no. This is, like, the cheapest yeah. bourbon you can yeah, get. It's like thirteen ninety nine, <laughs> But uh, it was sold out at the closest <laughs> total wine. Uh, yeah, so he's getting drunk. And then someone's like, call, you know. Call him on the phone, you know. Call Amos on the phone to get him down here, and like, so like they were all in on the hustle, kind of, right? So, yeah, I just want to, I want more of that. I want to see his redemption story. Um, what do you think this as a title or as a title to a sequel? We have the hustler. This isn't the hustler too. This is just the color of money. I think it's great. Um, do we learn the color of money? I also think maybe they. I I wonder how it was advertised. Was it really advertised as the return of Fast Eddie? Or, you know, was it... Because the the the, the name change is so different from the original that right. it seems it, it, like they were trying to dis, like distance it maybe a little bit, but I like the, I like it. I don't know if we learned to color money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's, it's never. Green. A, I know it's green. But it's never addressed. But I, yeah, I yeah. like just the, just the title of a movie that like, how many movies can you name that they don't actually say the name of the movie in the movie somewhere? Hmm. The list you, uh, the list is is long, but the other list is far longer. I gotta tell you, I, I saw three movies this week. And I don't think they said Jaws or sixty five in either of those movies. They did say <laughs> they did say Tommy Boy. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm gonna say thirty three percent of the time <laughs> they, they 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 named the movie. Uh, yeah, I, I do like I do like the movie. I, I, I you raised that point. I'm curious how this was advertised. You're right. This is the same year as Top Gun. Did this movie? Uh, so I'm looking at the poster. It's it's, it's Tom Cruise, uh, Mary Elizabeth Ma- uh, Mastron. 
Yeah, I always mess up her name because there's another. Uh... Yeah, Mary Elizabeth. Okay. Mastrantonio. Uh, they're on the cover with a big Paul Newman face. And then, uh, like, the DVD box cover, it's that, it's that end shot with Newman and Tom Cruise. I feel. Do they just advertise this as, like, hey, it's Paul. It's, uh, it's a Tom Cruise. Uh, it's a Tom Cruise pool movie, and he's a hot star right now. And you want to just come? Like, is this post cocktail? Yeah, I don't it's know like you saw him make drinks. Yeah. Come watch him play pool, right? And then you watch the movie. They don't even really reference the fact that this was another movie. No, and, and I mean that leads into the next question: Is do you need to see the hustler before you see the color of money? I don't think you do. Not at all. Yeah, I think you jump right in. It's almost like a nice, not like an Easter egg, but it's just like if you know, you know. Yeah, but you don't need to know. But if you do, it's a cool, like, oh, there's a whole other movie about just this guy. Yeah. Um, and then, so, yeah, you don't need to see the first. Which one would you put in first? God, you know, I love The Hustler, but I like the speed of The Color of Money. I think I would, I think I favor Color of Money just that for my next watch right now. The Rotten Tomatoes consensus read... It's inferior to the original goes without saying. And I say, no, we need to have a conversation because I think The Color of Money might be the better movie. Think so? For me. I, re- I watched The Hustler first. I finished The Hustler and I was like, man, what a fucking cool movie. Four and a half stars. I took a half star off because I was like, well, the little section in the middle with the love story and with, um, with, with the girl and her whole thing, I was like, it kind of drags a little it bit does, right yeah. there. But all the hustle and stuff, and I even liked her character. I mean, gosh, I was not ready in 1961 to be like, oh, she, she kills herself? Right. Was, was, was not expecting that. Was that was intense. Uh, the Hustle was a dark movie. I was just, I mean, when he gets his fingers broken, I was like, what, the, what is happening to yeah. this man right now? Um, so I was like, four and a half stars. Man, what a fantastic movie. Put in color money, and it was just like, it's... Not only do I think this is better, is this like one of my top four Martin Scorsese movies? I loved it. I love The Color of Money. It is really good. Yeah. Um, and so, I, I mean, it, 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 it's better, in my opinion. It's a barely better. But I got to say yeah. that the, I think The Color of Money is better than The Hustler. Um, so it, it's, it's the one I would put on, put on I th- first. I think I skew just slightly the other way. Do you, you go a little, I, little I more hustler? A little more. I, I like the hustler just a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's black and white. You can set your TV. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can just set it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you know what? All right, I think it really helps. Um, for so me. do you think if I watch Color Money in black and white, masterpiece? <laughs> like, this is. If you put on like Avatar in black and white, you're like, this is the greatest. The <laughs> uh, Snyder Cut. <laughs> oh. I mean, it does help. The, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, both both great movies. It's fun that this is a sequel. Yeah, it's just and it's also the Newman Tom Cruise of it all. The fact that there's just like two stars. Yeah, and, like, they're both just like bringing their A game, and they both got equal screen time. Yeah, um, not they're not both in every shot at all times. I thought this was before we started this. I would have. I thought that this was a Tom Cruise movie featuring Paul Newman. Like, Paul Newman's the mentor role, but it, this is really Tom Cruise's story. This is a Paul Newman, Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. Maybe a little more Paul Newman. Yeah. But, Tom, like, it's... You get two leads. And then and then you get a really good performance by Mary Elizabeth uh, Master Antonio. Yeah. Um, and Forrest Whitaker shows up, and, you know, like, there's great... And then you get the cool directing by Martin's, Martin Scorsese. Uh, violently, the color of money. Did we need it? Oh, let me before we ask that. So, the theme of the month. Did they wait too long? Was this right enough time? Was this just enough time for a sequel? That is tough for me to say, as I wasn't born when the original came out, and I was four years old when this came out. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. No, I think they. The time was right. It was Tom Cruise. It was like the time was right for this movie. It was a cool time in movies too because it's twenty five years later, and being able to update a movie from nineteen sixty one, and then in real time say, okay, this character is aged twenty five years. We're actually gonna make the movie twenty five years later. 
filming, I mean, just looking at like what Mark Scorsese did filming billiards versus, you know, the 1961, which is also very cool how they did it, but just, you know, can you, can, you can't compete with like 1986 and then, you know, having <coughs> a master folded record do it. It was just such a cool time of that, like, wow, we went from black and white. We went from this style of movie to this style of movie. We're like, now you did a movie 25 years later. We're talking 1998. The movies kind of look the same. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, like a really cool time to do a sequel. Just like, man, we, we're taking this and we're going to modernize it and it's going to look so different, but it's going to feel in the same world. Um, which, you know, you can't just do now. Unless you did, like, um, you know, James Cameron did it. It was all sent Avatar World. True. 25 years later. <laughs> rounders, right? We were talking about, you know, hustling and gambling. If, if Cameron's like, I'm doing Rounders too, but it's set in a Navi planet. There'd <laughs> 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 um, be a lot more CGI. That's, that's what they yeah. would do. And uh, you, you could de-age everybody to, like, do flashbacks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, okay, so finally, the color body, did we need it? Yeah. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, man. The Hustler, my first time watching it. Very cool movie. Color Money, my first time watching it. Very cool. I, I mean, is it a true sequel in the spirit of what we do? Yeah, I might. This might creep into like top. I don't know. Now I'm just making arbitrary numbers, but like top 10 greatest sequels of all time. It's good. Yeah, but like these, these movies are both like five star movies. Yeah. And you made a sequel of it and it, it didn't hurt anything. Uh, yeah, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. It doesn't tarnish the legacy right. of the hustler, and yeah, none of the characters and, feel yeah. uh, diminished, or you know, the actors don't feel like oh, you're just kind of you know, like yeah, it's like you and you took a story, you improved, you you continued and improved on this story in a sequel. Yeah, twenty five years later. Yeah, man, this is like as far as like new movies to me. I'm putting something like Blade Runner like twenty forty nine, just like a pleasant surprise. Yeah, nice job, Marty. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're all right. And if you have more Marvel bashing to do, like, I'll defend you. These <laughs> nerds. <laughs> For anybody who's like, oh, Scorsese, he just does, like, gangster movies. I'm like, have you ever heard of a little gem called The Color of Money and Hugo? <laughs> not a, not a vice grip to be seen in either one of those movies. Uh, yeah, if you have thoughts on The Color of Money, if you want to be like, no, Mike and Mark, hustling's alive and well. You got to come out to St. Louis and get get in the real billiards game. You can email us. You can let us know. We're not going to play. I, well, I'm, I don't speak for Mike. I was never a good pool player. Like I, I had my moments, um, but yeah, I always ended up like I I wasn't awful at it. Like I I could do the concept. Like I had a, you know good eye hand coordination. Could, you know, strike a ball. I just always end up playing with like. Like, call call is kind of when you get into it because like you know dorms have like pool tables. Mm. Just guys who took it way too seriously. Yeah, like, I, this isn't. Fun. You scratched on the eight ball. Yeah. Eh, who cares? Oh, you can't. You gotta. You gotta. You know when you when you do this, you gotta do the behind the line. It's gotta hit four. I was like, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm just playing. I, I got the general, yeah. I got the general rules of I, eight ball down. I'm just hitting the ball into the hole. Yeah. You didn't call your shot. You know what? In nine ball, you don't gotta call your shot. So shut up. You just now. Can you? Break down nine ball for me a little bit. Yes. I I watched a nice little video on this. So nine ball, you just have balls one through nine. Your one ball's at the top, your nine ball's in the center. In order to break, you got to strike the one ball, right? So you can't do any of these weird angle things. you got to strike the one. On the break, four balls must move towards a rail, or you can sink one ball. Once one ball sunk, you continue. You have to hit the balls in order one through nine. You don't have to sink them one through nine. You just have to strike them one through nine. So, like, you could hit the one into the eight, knock the eight in. That's fine. You then have to hit the one again. So, you go one through one all the way up to nine. If you miss, opponent takes over. And they just pick up where you left. That's why, you know, in the beginning it was like, oh, you know, you can make eight trick shots in a row. But if you miss on the, the last one, you lose. Uh, yeah, and that's it. So, you, you just work way up one to nine. Last person hit nine wins. Okay. Yeah. Because it's, all, it's like- all about the final shot. I felt like they were making some shots, though, where they were, like, just bouncing balls into the nine and knocking the nine in. As long as you, like, if you hit the balls in order and the nine goes in, do you win? Like, as long as you hit the one ball first? Oh, yeah, okay. I'd have to look at that rule. Yeah, I believe as long as you hit the, as long as you hit the ball you have to hit, 
you can hit the nine ball. And if it goes in... And then that's game. That's game. Yeah. Nine's in. So that's why he was talking at the beginning, there's a little bit of luck involved. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, man, it's a good thing I wasn't heading down to the pool hall tonight. You would have been hustled. Oh, man, I would have been like, okay, save the nine for last, and this guy's just coming in, and like, I'm hitting the nine now. Uh, yeah. Uh, sink the nine ball at any time. Well, I'm pulling that up. What are we doing next? So the theme I've been trying. I've had the movie for a week, and and I just couldn't come up with a good theme of it. So I'm going. I'm going to go actually pretty generic here, Mark. Theme is just uh, rom com. Okay. Going very theme. Romantic the very comedy. Romantic Rom. comedy. We are going to watch. 2004's Bridget Jones, The Edge of Reason. Okay. Which is a sequel to 2001, Bridget Jones' Diary. Alright, I don't think I've ever saw Bridget Jones and The Edge of Reason. I haven't seen any of the Bridget Jones movies. I've only seen one Bridget Jones movie. I went to the theater uh, with my then-girlfriend, not my wife. And I think it was called Bridget Jones' Baby. So I think I saw the third one before I've seen any others. Actually... This isn't going to make it any harder. Sure. But I am going to throw a twist into the theme. We're going to go rom-com with British actors. Okay. Renee Zellwinger <laughs> Zell- is... She is American playing British. So is it a British actor or is it British characters? Maybe that's just a dumb thing to add on there. I mean, I'll... I'll well, I was thinking of uh, Hugh Grant and Colin, okay. Firth and Colin Firth being in it. Above the title, it doesn't have to be the lead character. Right, it doesn't have to be lead. Above the title, someone's got to be British. Yes. Yeah, that's not going to be hard at all. Okay. <laughs> they've, they've taken all our roles. <laughs> okay, yeah. Bridget Jones, The Edge of Tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, rom-com featuring a British, a UK sensation. Uh, I don't know. The day after Meg's birthday. You're like, you know what? <laughs> it's their time. Let's celebrate it. All right. Uh, it has to be a remake or a sequel. Yep, remake or sequel is totally fine. That's that's, that's the other. I'll yeah. even accept the reimagining. A requel? <laughs> you don't know that it's it's like oh, it is the same universe as uh, uh, you got mail. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. sure. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, you can watch Bridget Jones. I'm sure uh, you can find that in various places. Uh, so we'll be back next episode with uh, Ed- Edge of Reason. Edge of, yeah, that's what it's called. Bridget Jones, The Edge of Reason. Uh, until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel Remakes. Eight ball quarter pocket. You want my game? You couldn't deal with my game, Jay.